1: Good evening, good afternoon, welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, the talk show that's going to focus on innovative ways people can find enjoyable employment. I'm your host, I'm Gene Hodge, and let me just tell you a little bit about my background. I've worked for major corporations, I do an awful lot of training of individuals, helping them to find employment, and given in today's times with employment, we want to offer you, the listening audience, some, uh, some innovative ways that people can find employment. And we want to be able to address all audiences. So, if you think about that, uh, the audiences, we're going to have various topics as we introduce the show. Some of the topics are going to be for veterans, for professionals, college educated people, minorities, handicapped individuals, or people with disabilities, those unemployed, and even in some cases, we may talk about our youth. That's Anthony that's in the process of entering the workforce. <laughs> anyway, so the vision for the show was to talk about ways that many of us are not aware of, whereby others have found ways to find employment using various techniques. And we're going to have call-ins coming to the show and telling us ways that they have, have found employment. We want them to share their stories. So if you have a story to tell, we want you to call in and let us know what it is that you like to share with us so you can help our audience. In addition to that, we're going to have different types Types of topics that we're going to talk about. Every week we're going to have a guest and a particular topic. So, and the topics are going to go everywhere from understanding just how to present yourself, how to speak, understanding what we see, understanding how to prepare a resume, interviewing, how to establish an image, and so on, and answer most of your questions for you. So think of your questions, write them down on a sheet of paper, and feel free to give us a call. And you'd be more than welcome to call in. Our number is uh, 727-441-3000 and i believe that's the right number anyway so anyway some of those topics we're going to have as your guest i may not be able to answer all your questions so we're going to have someone standing by that can give you a second or third opinion that that uh, we will have on the show or have a call out to an expert in a particular area that can also share that with you and so so one of the things that we want to do is to get is to start you off by becoming you aware of what really happens in terms of you stepping in front of someone and getting an interview or getting employed. And I want to talk about some innovative ways. So the first thing I'm going to suggest is that anytime anyone steps in front of you and they start asking you questions about you, Then you're being interviewed has nothing to do with an employer has to do with you telling someone who you are telling someone your background because in real life most people have asked you two questions all of your life and they will ask the rest of your life and you've probably asked this question to everyone you've met as well as your children one of the questions was what do you want to do what are your goals or something like that the second question is what do you know how to do or what's your background understanding that question can open up many doors and set the stage for what people are going to hear. The purpose is so that they learn who you are. We don't know you. We know about people like you that we see on TV and hear on the radio, but we don't know you, which means you must speak it or write it. And so the first thing is understanding, understanding what happens in that interview process. And it happens every time you get in front of someone. I'm sure you've asked your children, what would they like to do in life? What are their goals or your grandchildren and other people you've met? And most likely everyone you've met, they've asked you exactly the exact same question. Who are you? What do you want to do? How can I help you? And what's your background or what do you know how to do? And so starting out, the most important thing is setting the stage for a presentation is introducing yourself and that introduction should take i'm going to say 40 seconds to a minute possibly a minute and a half but no longer than that because if you go too long you lose you lose the listener what you want to do is gain their attention so they can ask questions about what you said so you want to be able to state who you are your purpose and Make time for them to ask questions. Once you're in the questioning mode, you're now in a conversation. The conversation goes back and forth. And that has to go on whether it's an employer or the person sitting next to you. Anyway, so I'm going to give a stab at it. Uh, my name is Gene Hodge. My background consists of over 35 years working with computers, training, and managing training projects. Started out working for Cigna Corporation in Hartford, Connecticut. I was responsible for running large mainframe computers at that time. I got drafted during the Vietnam War time. Ended up working with Army headquarters, working with information systems and more technology-related type of equipment. After that, I went to the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston where I assisted in setting up the computer training department. I was responsible for responsible for designing all the contracts and curriculums for the bank staff. Have to go through a conversion from Burroughs to IBM. And then I left there, came back to Connecticut, went to work for Pitney Bowes World Headquarters as the MIS training manager in order to, make, bring, in order to bring Pitney Bowes staff to a similar conversion from UNIVAC to IBM and responsible for seven other trainers. After that, I left, started my own consulting company, which is what I do now. I train people for jobs. So the responsibility of running my own business is something I've been doing for several years. And I'm in the greater Florida, St. Petersburg area, and so I teach computer classes. I do a lot of training on employment uh, that's aimed at helping veterans. And I help people to find employment. Anyway, so that's a background. That's a summary. In reality, everyone is going to ask you who you are. You've got to summarize who you are and, and 45 seconds to a minute if it's too short then you didn't tell them enough about what you know how to do now the first thing is is to understand some of the things that i said and what's happening the very first thing is to understand is people are looking at you and when they see you they see your color your age your scars and bumps and wrinkles they see how you present yourself your level of confidence and they're looking at you listening for what can come out of your mouth to make up for your time and age and so so you big and so you must be able to tell them something. And the second thing is is that the reason they're looking at you is because they don't know you. So they're listening for what you know how to do. And so most times people are going to ask you what it is that you know how to do. Most likely nobody's going to ask you what job you know how to do. They're going to ask you what do you want to do. And so you, what you want to do should be defined in the areas of skills and abilities. Anyway, so the first thing I said was my name is Gene Hodge. My background consists of over 35 years of training, managing training projects, and in training i chose three or four items that i'm good at and have been doing that i wanted you to know that was the first thing that came out of my mouth how long i've been working because i know you're looking at me looking at my age and you're looking at all the other things that come along with age and so so and you can't see that on the radio or you can't see that in person so as we get into resumes later on we're going to talk about some things that you cannot see but i'll give you a hint some of those things you can't see on a piece of paper are a person's color You can't see their age. You really can't see their belief system. You can't see their values on a piece of paper. You can't see their religion. And so the piece of paper, which, which happens to be a resume, it can say a lot about you, but the real thing happens when you show up in front of someone. That's where all the decision-making is made. So the more you get in front of people, the more they will know who you are. Now, the second thing I said was where I came from. I told you I started out in in Connecticut, which automatically demonstrates I've been around some places. I've moved some places. I identified the companies I worked for because the companies are credible companies. Every company's in business to make money. So the companies deserve the recognition because the companies have everything to do with your own development. And so I identified the companies. The third thing I identified was what I was responsible for because in reality, there are no such things as jobs. And what I mean by that is if you just gave the job titles that you have had in the past – that doesn't say you know how to do anything. However, if you think of jobs, jobs come along with responsibilities, and in reality, you've had responsibilities ever since you've been three, four, or five years old. So, learning how to speak about what you've been responsible for doing now starts to settle subvo- it, starts to to set an image and a level of credibility by which we're looking at you now, matching that up with you and what's coming out of your mouth. And so that's what happens in a presentation. It's understanding what we see and what we're listening for. And the other thing I said was the places that I've traveled, but the various types of companies. I didn't stop at one or two. And, and the reason is because I wanted you to recognize how I've grown, how you've grown, because people have been hiring you. People have been choosing you all along. People will continue to choose you if you let them. And so now you cannot see me. But one, one of the things you may notice is that I even stutter sometimes. You may have noticed in the broadcast. However, I've told you my background and things that I've done, which means somebody's been choosing me based on the way I look, based on the way I talk, based on my color, based on my age, and people have been choosing you exactly the same way. So in this show, if you say you can't, and I'm going to be welcoming several call-ins, if you say you cannot because of your age, you can't find a job, you can't find a job because of your credentials, because you're not the right height, you're not the right color, because you're female or male, or you're underage or overage, or because of this disability or that disability, I'm going to say none of that applies. And the reason none of it applies is because you know people that are working and they have all those conditions. But furthermore, you know individuals that are doing things they enjoy doing which means somebody had to still choose them and let them do things that they're good at doing. So the first thing that you want to talk about in introducing yourself are the things you are good at and the things you enjoy doing so you can continue doing them. You want someone to choose you and you want to know people are choosing you because of what came out of your mouth, which means obviously if you didn't say it, then they didn't hear it. So I'm going to welcome a call in or two. I'd like to have any of you call in and introduce yourself. Let us hear how you introduce yourself. We'll let you know whether it sounds sounds fine or not. And uh, you'll hear it from us. And hopefully the intent is to help everyone to better present themselves so that as you start getting in front of people, start understanding the importance of we see you and we see all of you. What we're listening for is what's coming out of your mouth. And so uh, understanding how to introduce yourself is what we're going to be talking about more. And I want to hear some innovative ways that you've done that, which by you can share with those who are not aware. Then we're going to go into things a little further. Understanding this thing that's called networking. Uh, We've all heard about networking. However, do we really understand what networking is? And so on this show, we're going to talk about networking as being, as sharing information about you among groups or other people so that they can assist you in getting what you want. And the reason is because they're going to always be asking you what you want, and we want you to be able to share what you want. The difference is, is that they know all the titles that they can put on you and based on the way you present yourself they can assess your skill level which is something you cannot do and most of the titles that you can come up with are all titles based on the titles you've had in the past so we want you to understand what we see in you and we want you to share the innovative types of ways that that people have spoken to you and most likely people have been telling you all your life what you're good at doing what they see in you what they see in your potential most likely based on your age you've been telling other people what you see in them and their potential. Only problem is, is that if you listen carefully, they'll tell you what you're good at doing and they'll identify specific skill sets and they'll actually tell you where else you could be using them. We say that's your winning formula. It's already credible, actual, factual, and people are telling you what they see in you. Most likely, they've been telling you all your life and you're off doing something else. So we want you to get on track to start to enjoy employment and actually find something that you enjoy doing because in reality, there's a place for you out there. And so that's some of the things that we're going to be talking about on the show. But in addition to that, there are other things about how to answer all the interview questions people are going to ask you. We're going to be spending time on 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 how to answer questions, how to prepare a resume, what is a resume, what should it be, what should what should be on it, how long should it be. And one of the things that we're also going to be offering are seminars out in the greater community, the greater Tampa Bay community, whereby you can actually go to and participate and hear more in depth. On, on certain areas. Anyway, so if there's any callers out there, we'd like to have you call in and feel free to ask a question. I'm not the expert, but I'm close to it. And if not, i got a backup. And uh, we welcome any type of calls that you would want to put in at this time.
0: Wake up, all the teachers, time to teach a new way. Maybe then they'll listen to what you have to say. They're the ones who's coming up and the world is in their hands. When you teach the children to jump the very best they can. Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Using our process, over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatonic Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College, to name just a few. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802. That's one 888 293 4802 Or email Hodgetrain at AOL.com. That's Hodgetrain at AOL.com.
1: Okay, welcome back to our show called the Employment Opportunity Hour. And right now we're going to talk about understanding the job market, talk about networking. I'm sure a lot of you have heard about networking, really to understand what networking is and how networking works. And we have some experts at our table today. I'll introduce to you a little bit later, but I want you to imagine looking for a job. Imagine the numbers of people out there looking for a job. Imagine the number of people looking out on the internet, creating resumes, filling in applications. However, if you flip it over, imagine that person on the other end that's receiving a stack of resumes, who gets paid to receive resumes, gets paid to look at those resumes. I want you to imagine their job. However, there's a much simpler way that I think could be done, and that's by doing everything in person. And by doing everything in person, that means people see you. We talked about people seeing you, understanding how they look at you, see you, hear you but also to understand how you can make that work for you. And that's where networking comes into play. And I'm going to say that there's three forms of networking right away. It's important for you to recognize what those forms are. One form of networking is, is just with people knowing you. So somebody said to you, you're looking for a job, go down to XYZ company and fill in, fill out an application. That's a form of networking. However, I'm going to say that's the lowest form of networking. It's a way way where somebody says, go down here and fill out an application. However, there's another level of networking. That's level of networking through a contact. And so if somebody said to you, you're looking for a job, go down to XYZ company and talk to Joe and Joe works in personnel. And that's the person you ought to go down and see and get in front of. Maybe they got job offers. That's another form of networking. And it's through a contact. Somebody knows the contact. However, it's possible that that contact doesn't know the person that told you, and it's possible that they do. The greatest form of networking is through association. That's somebody that knows you, and that's the importance of getting in front of people so they can know you. If that person says, go down to XYZ company and talk to Joe, because Joe and I have been on the bowling team, and we go bowling every Friday night, that's networking. That's through association. That's through somebody that knows you. They know your habits, they know what you look like, what you sound like, your body language, all those things they know about you, and that's the greatest form because those people become your allies eyes because now they can speak to you regarding how to really network because people can speak for you people know you they recommend you but think about it in another way if you were working for someone and and you knew that, that somebody was being laid off somebody was being let go they were hiring most likely your company your employees they will come to you or come to their employees and they'll ask do you know anybody and the purpose of them asking if they know anybody is because you already know what that shop looks like you know the climate the culture you know what it looks you know how it works, and so, therefore, they're asking that so that you, if you're employed there, you have an opportunity to bring in the right type of person. Plus, you can get the right type of person to the right contact, and that contact most likely is never in personnel. Anyway, so so this is how networking works. And today, we have one of the key experts in the field of networking, a person by the name of Dave Durgis. Dave runs networking and offers networking for both businesses and individuals looking for employment. And we're happy to have him with us today. And uh, And I'm just going to introduce you to him, and we'll go from there. So, Dave, how are you doing today? Awesome, Gene. How are you? I'm doing great. Welcome, 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 welcome. And uh, one of the things that you want to say is we have another guest in our midst today. We're going to talk to him later. It was Carl Babcock. And, Carl, how are you doing today? I'm doing phenomenal, Dave. Gene. Thanks for having me. Okay. Great. We'll talk about Carl and we'll talk to Carl later. However, Dave, Dave, since you're the expert in the field of networking, tell us a little bit about you first, and uh, then tell us how you got involved with this term called networking.
2: Well, I'd be glad to. Uh, my name okay. is Dave Durgis, and I'm the founder and CEO of Free Networking International, and we're the largest business organization in the Tampa Bay area. We have uh, 25 or so business networking groups that meet for breakfast and lunch uh, during the week. And uh, we also have many events. We have networking after hours events. Uh, we have uh, Expos, we have events where uh, you can uh, go and uh, speed network, and events where you can learn how to become a better networker, uh, re- whether it's for uh, business purposes or for finding a job or a career. And uh, so we give you basically okay. unlimited networking opportunities out there.
1: Now, how did you get started in that? How did you come up with with, with networking, or you know, what's your background, and how does that reference networking, and where did all that come from?
2: Well, I just started networking for my own business uh, and I decided that I wanted to go see if I could help as many people as possible advance their business and achieve their dreams by uh, getting the contacts I needed to do that. And I thought, well, starting a networking group might be a good idea to do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I also uh, came up with some excellent systems and ways to network that would, uh, uh, that do work very powerfully and effectively to help people in networking. So I figured, well, let me uh, go ahead and uh, start my first networking group. And we added on a lot of them, wrote a book called The Master Networker's Manual. And uh, came up with a workshop called the Master Networkers Workshop, and uh, it's been doing pretty well. We've had at least 1,200 people that have been to that workshop, and uh, it's helped to uh, change the culture of networking uh, in the area.
1: Great, great, great. And uh, what, else do you, what else do you do for people that are in business?
2: Well, uh, the business uh, networking groups generally are for people that are in business. And uh, what they do is um, allow people to get together and find out what each other does. And, uh, and see if they can help them in some way with various contacts, maybe not necessarily prospects or clients, but uh, just help them with other types of contacts uh, also that could help them grow their business. Maybe they need marketing, maybe they need a uh, website, maybe they need uh, to know more about social media, things like that. So when people get together in a cooperative and abundance-based uh, uh, format, uh, which our groups are, uh, you know, they'll, they'll learn how to work together and synergize very powerfully and effectively. All of our groups are free, so there's no membership fee, so you welcome to come to the breakfast or lunch groups anytime you want.
1: Wow, that, that's amazing. Free, huh? Correct. Gee, imagine all those groups out there where somebody pays money, and, and yours is free. And Carl, my understanding is, is that you've been to
3: some of those meetings. Is that I true, have been. Right? I'm a, I did take uh, Dave's course when I first got started. It helped me very greatly to understand the, uh, the objective of networking. Basically, his uh, motto is, we bring abundance to everyone we meet. And we are trying to be interesting. We're trying to be interested in the folks instead of being interested, so that uh, that way we can actually truly move them to the next level. Wow! So
2: in- interested versus interesting. Interesting, yeah, so, got yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> I was, I
1: was going to say, tell me, tell me about that. If for someone who's looking for employment, what, 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 uh, what would make them interesting
2: uh, or interested. interested? Excellent question. Uh, it's it's actually a, it's it's a little bit different for someone looking for a job or career when they're networking than it is for somebody doing it for business. Um, Anyone uh, looking for a job or career, by the way, networking and networking in our groups and all of the events we have, excellent opportunities for people looking for jobs and careers, by the way. But, uh, you know, it's a different situation. Somebody looking for a job, or career, they're not really they're, – they're, they're very non-threatening in that people uh, know that they're not trying to sell them anything. So uh, the people that they meet networking are willing to go out of the way to help them, um, and everyone that they talk to is going to know a couple of hundred people. So it's an excellent way to get out there and, and get your name out there. Um, if you meet 10 people networking and they t- know 200 people, then you have indirect contact to 2,000 people. The thing is you really need to know how, you, how to do it uh, when you're out there networking for a job or a career uh, there's a few things that um, i can talk about that i think are vital in doing uh when you are which can i can i go into that a little bit mm-hmm. just a couple of things yeah give us a couple of things well the main thing is uh that i've noticed is that when people go networking for a job or career it's it, they're not vague they're vague uh, in exactly what they're looking for they need to be very clear and concise know exactly what it is that they want exactly what would be the most ideal possible opportunity they could find. They need to know what that is, and they need to be able to communicate that clearly and concisely. That's one main thing. And the next thing is they need to have a business card which actually has content on it. Content meaning what exactly are they looking for, what do they bring to the table, and who exactly are they trying to get connected up with. In other words, they need to have who-do-you-knows on their card. Most people looking for jobs or careers, they just have name, phone number, email address, and maybe something like marketing expert but there's not enough information for someone that really want to keep the card.
1: Okay, so would you say the key to networking is having information available for people but but uh, what would what would you I, I've been to several and and I also recognize that all ones that yours it's always asking people to introduce themselves always people asking people who are they what do they do what do they want what do they need and and I know Carl you have experienced some of that mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know give me, a, give me a little insight on on how people introduce themselves or a way that people could introduce themselves
3: well a lot of them, they call it, they actually in the whole entire industry call it their elevator speech. Uh, and it's basically how you can concisely convey what you do and how you can help people the benefits that you can pr- bring them and create value for somebody it's all about mindset and if, if you know what you want to say to somebody before you get ready to talk with them then they're going to understand exactly what you're trying to convey to them like they've said with vision they know exactly what they're out to accomplish or the outcome of that conversation will be before they have if they've got a elevator speech or a a concise description of what they do and who they okay. can help
1: okay so for the- those individuals that aren't aware of an elevated speech or just a speech, I'm just going to say just a speech because I'm, I'm not sure of that word elevator, but, but just just learning to introduce yourself, learning how to spit out the keywords, that's something that, that you offer or that's something that, that at the free networking sessions you actually help people to become better presenters. Is that right?
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, the workshop. I have a workshop called the Master Networkers Manual. Uh, sorry, the Master Networkers Workshop, and also one called the Career Workshop, which is how to find your job career or opportunity through business networking. But in those works, uh, workshops, I, I basically will talk about three different ways you can present yourself. Um, Number one is to have someone ask you uh, what do you do and what do you need questions uh, that we provide so that when you really uh, get good at answering them by having five to ten people ask you those questions, you will be able to stand up and clearly and concisely talk about what you do. Um, And as far as looking for a job or career, it will help you be able to clearly and concisely do that. Another thing is stories. Having stories, which uh, are examples of someone that you've helped uh, with your products and services, or again, if you're looking for a career, uh, stories showing uh, exactly what you've done uh, are very good because um, a lot of information will come out in that story, uh, such as your talent, skills, passion, expertise, and sincerity about doing what you do. Uh, that will come out in stories. You want to really want to use stories to make you feel good about uh, having accomplished those things. And the other, uh, another way, way that you can present yourself is benefits. You need to know the benefits and you need to know the who do you know's you're going to ask for. So if you can state uh, three benefits, three who do you know's that go along with those benefits, uh, you'll be very professionally networking.
1: Okay, great, great, great. Now, he mentioned talking about stories. Everyone has stories to tell because nobody's walked in your shoes. Nobody's been down the path of your experience. It's very important to understand the importance of telling your story because it's only your story. And there's only two ways we can get the word out about your story. You either speak it or you write it. And when people write stories, that's how we learn about other people's stories. They write it or they speak it. So, it's important to recognize the importance of speaking about your experience because your experience involves many tasks, many skills and abilities, many many things that you've developed over your lifetime. And so when networking, you want to tell people the things that you know how to do. Find a way to tell it in a story-like fashion because everyone likes to hear stories. Everyone wants to know where you came from or what do you do and how did you get there. So it's very important to start recognizing. Trip. I will say to start recognizing those types of things. I'm um, awful quiet over there, Mr. Carl. But 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 uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me let me just ask, what else do you do? Because if you are networking, what do you, what do you do to network? Whatever well, you do,
3: I'm doing. I'm an entrepreneur. I do lots of different things, and uh, I, you know I've. Uh, part of my, I'm, a Kiwanis, I'm involved with the Kiwanis Club, and I do a lot of things in the community as well. I've used, done lots of uh, different multi level marketing programs. Currently, I'm working with one that's, I have a company called Vitality Communication, and that goes hand in hand with creating vitality for life and, and the abundance mentality that I get in the networking is actually truly helping people and helping them to reach the next level that Dave talks about all the time and really creates that abundance for everyone we meet uh, concept. And by, by offering a product that can help other mm-hmm. people and just giving that away uh, by sharing that information with them, they can take that opportunity and go, go very far in life.
1: Okay. And we're talking about networking because we all know people who have gotten jobs because they knew somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody. And if if you know that, then that's networking working. One of the ways that you can tell that networking is working for you, think of all of the places you've been, the schools you went to, think of your age, and think of when you run into somebody and they say, you know, I was talking to John Doe, and John Doe asked about you, and you haven't seen John Doe in, in 10 or 20 years. That's your network working for you. People still remember you. People still asking where you are, what are you doing. That's the network in place. Your networking always starts with the people you know because they know the real you. They know what you look like, sound like, all those types of things. And so it's... it's important to understand how people have gotten jobs because they knew somebody that knew somebody. Because everybody always knows something that's going on. Your job is to only let them know what it is that you would like to do and let them go to work for you. But the other reason, other main reason for networking is because, have some statistics and that and those statistics say that roughly 10% of all jobs are advertised. Whether you're looking out on the internet, looking at the newspaper, roughly about 10% of jobs are advertised. And so if you've done that already, you should automatically ask yourself where are all the other jobs? Then another 8% of jobs are, are through agencies, employment agencies. And those people, they get paid to find new jobs. Normally they get a percentage of your first year's salary, and their job is finding you a job, and there's about 8% of the jobs know where the jobs are, or 8% of those are agencies. Then there's another 7 to 8% which we call miscellaneous. Those are the little magazines that you see in the various neighborhoods or specialized journals based on your background. And and, and those are limited. But in addition to that there's a whopping 75 to 80%, maybe more in today's times, whereby all the jobs are what we call hidden. They're not known and they're not advertised. Those are the jobs that are out there whereby somebody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows, somebody that knows what that is with networking you can hear about jobs that are being created you hear about jobs that are being advertised long before they are advertised you can hear about jobs that are being opening or who's leaving in a company or companies that are moving into town all those are happening through networking because somebody knows somebody that knows somebody anyway so that's that's what i wanted to say about networking and okay then we're going to switch that to something else in just a second
0: The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's the opportunity Hour at gmail.com. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Using our process, over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatonic Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College, to name just a few. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802. That's one 888 293 4802 Or email Hodgetrain at AOL.com. That's Hodgetrain at AOL.com.
1: Okay, welcome back to the Employment Opportunity Hour. And as you know, we're talking about different aspects of ways that we can help you find employment and find out who's doing what out there and ways that we can get into the network to find out where things are going on. As you know, we we and I, we provide training. We go to, to, go to various training, out the training out to various places where we offer training. And our speakers or guests on our show, uh, they will be offering things that you could actually Find out about and attend. We'll let you know when something's going on out in the community that you could attend, see something live, hear about it and participate. But since we're looking we're talking about different ways or innovative ways people can find employment, we have a special guest in our student audience today. And this is this person has has participated in workshops and the reason I know that because they've been my workshops. But but they're workshops that we've presented out in school systems, other areas in the community and and our guest his name is Carl Babcock. And, and Carl you were here before and I'm just gonna say welcome back. Great. And uh, we're we're trying to help people find enjoyable employment and find employment in ways that they never thought of because we wanna help those that have attended all the traditional ways, spent hours on the internet, because a lot of those places out there, they just, you go to them, they sit you down in front of a computer, and they tell you to go job searching. And there's nothing wrong with that. The only difference is is that if you've sent out 20, 30 resumes, something should tell you there must be a better way. Mm And we'd have offered that way of networking. We offered that way as an alternative way of helping people to gain employment. So you've been to a few sessions where you've seen some other ways. I'll say done, right? And you've yeah. seen some of those results. And so I'm going to ask you to just introduce yourself a little bit to, mm-hmm. to kind of tell us a little bit about your background and, and and tell us some of the things that you've seen that that you would want to share out there with our listening audience as some more creative ways that people right. can find employment.
3: Absolutely, Gene. Thank you. And I I, I truly commend. You for the work that you've done in the, in the creating the networking and and the classes that you hold because I've seen truly people changed lives their lives changed right before my eyes when I was attending that workshop as well uh, the difference between when they walked in the room and just take some of those concepts that you give them and I saw the light come on in their eyes and and realized wow they really got it for a change that they can have what you're telling them they can have uh, and my background is basically. I've been a real student of mindset and creating the possibilities of, of anything that you have desire for to do in your life. Uh, by creating that desire, you can actually ma- manifest or create your own reality. And by having an abundant mentality, then that mindset is forthcoming to when you're out networking with folks, you actually transport that information or get that information from them because you have that feeling of cooperation and by being able to figure that out and and just trying to say this is something that i want to do and having the vision to go out and do it and the the -the out-of-the-box training that you've given folks to let them know that they don't have to do it the way that their mother told them they had to do it. They don't have to do it the way that the all the books said they had to do it and are not working for them. There are other ways. There are better ways. There are creations that they can create themselves. Their mind is so powerful that they can figure out what's best for them, and they can actually make that happen for them in their life.
1: Okay, great, great, great. Right, so in reality, there are other ways that people can find employment, and, and there are a number of ways. It's important just to recognize the way you've been trained or the way you've been taught in terms of what what you need to do to find employment. I'm going to come back to you in just a second, but I I want to offer this out to the audience. If you're looking for employment, it's very important to understand – What are you looking for employment for? And to really understand what we or what someone else wants to hear. So the first thing I'd like to have you think about is, if you want to go to work, what do you think the purpose of a job is? I've heard countless stories of what you think a job is and what do you think a job is for. But I want you to think of what a job is. and what it, it's for? I've heard stories like, I think a job is is for me to pay my bills. A job is to support my family. <laughs> Your job is supposed to put food on my table. And Carl, have you heard any other thoughts? And what do you Absolutely. think a job is I for?
3: Mean, I mean, job is a lot of a lot of different things for a lot of different people, but. In order to have self-awareness of what truly makes you happy and benefits you in your life, you have to have value. And to me, job is creating value for people. And if you create value for enough people, you will be rewarded for that value that you created for people, whether it's taking out their trash or washing their windows or teaching their children, walking their dog. If you create value, you create a job. Okay,
1: so 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 would you would you say that 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 uh,
3: the reason for having a job is because of your need or someone else's need? A oh, reason for having a job, if you want, depending on what you're looking for, if you're looking for yourself. Self-actualization. You want to feel good as a person, as a human being, and and have uh, unconditional love and contribution to to humanity. Then it's for you, and it's but you're, it's for you to give away. Okay, that's the thing. It's for you to give away and to be a benefit. But for you to pay your bills, that's where the money comes in. You know? Oh, well, I'm glad you said that. We will put you in the bucket with everybody else here.
1: Anyway, I'm going to say that the purpose of a job is because somebody needs something that needs to be done. It's something that needs to be done. That's the purpose of a job, all jobs, are because somebody needs something done and they're looking for someone and they're willing to pay someone to do that. I didn't understand that when I started working. I'd go to work and I'd fool around with the girls and the ladies. I'd I'd make phone calls and talk about what was going on in the soap operas and what I was going to do on the weekends. I did everything but work. And think about it. Think of all the places you go and look at how people are representing their companies and they're doing everything but working because no one ever said how to go to work. And the reason for going to work, if the reason for going to work is to pay your bills and so you can put food on the table, maybe it's, we're missing the total ball of debt The purpose of performing work is because somebody's hiring us to do something that they need done, and they're willing to pay us if we do it. So having the purpose for doing a job, that's what other people want to hear. They want to know how you can help them solve their problem. They want to know how you can help them get something done. If that's not clear, then our purpose for going to work, we'll go abuse that. We won't represent our employers, because in reality, we're all representatives of employers. What they do is they hire us, they give us a set amount of responsibilities, and we go represent them. The difference is, is that if we're not aware of how we represent them, we can't get raises and promotions because we can't make them look good. Our understanding for going to work isn't clear. And it's okay to do that when you're 16, 18 years old of starting out. But if you're a seasoned professional, a seasoned worker with an established track record of work, they're looking for you. They're looking for people who understand their need. They're looking for people that can help solve their problem. All All they're looking for is someone to speak it because you understand what it takes to resolve the problem. You understand what it takes if you did that job, how you would do it. That's what any employer would be looking for. But the bottom line is you will be looking for that person too if that person came to you. In addition to that, you will look for the one who's eager. And so if somebody's got to chase you for employment, And especially if you're an experienced worker, most likely no one's going to chase you. They're going to take the one that's eager. So you've got to ask yourself, are you eager to go find employment? Are you eager to tell people what it is that you want to do? Because that's all they're going to be asking you. What do you want to do? They're always going to be asking you, what do you want to do? What are your goals? And they're going to be asking what's your background that gives you the gall to say, this is why I want to do this. So having that initiative to speak for you is something that,
3: that, that, can happen with you yeah, right absolutely and and yeah. and that's the wonderful part about living here in the united states gene we're in a capitalistic society we're the greatest country on the world we we understand the value of doing something and getting paid for it and we had a conversation at one of the network meetings actually today about being afraid of sales and and sales are perfectly honest, honest profession and people need things and to be able to help folks provide that for them and to be compensated for it, that's Mm -hmm. what life is all about here in the United States. Yeah, but I'm going to say we
1: probably don't understand that
3: value. No, we don't.
1: Because if we did, we would wouldn't have such a high dropout rate. Yep. We wouldn't we wouldn't have people people who really do not know how to represent their employers. And so some, somehow we've been misled or that part of work performance, our our individuals that are out there preparing people for the workforce, that's missing mm-hmm. because because we don't know how to go to work. And and in many cases, some of us are sitting around waiting for some of us Waiting for for some of us to give us jobs when in reality, somebody needs something done. All, all work is based on us solving problems and, and solutions, having solutions. So the so work's not going anywhere. Maybe all we need to do is tell people how we can help solve their problem. And if we, when we can start speaking that, maybe mm-hmm. people will just hire us. Maybe that's all we got to do. Maybe right. that's what our educators and and some of our training entities ought to be telling people. How do you begin to speak speak for that so that people know you're serious about working? You know, I don't know if you agree or agree with oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Not, yeah, I
3: mean, if you if you don't open your mouth, they can't read your mind. That's for sure. And if you truly have your desires want to be known, you have to let them be known. If and then, like I said, if you want to you want to work. You just create that desire for yourself and and go toward, take the action plans to make, it. you can think all day long until you take that uh, first step into an action plan to put it into action. It's just a thought in your mind. Uh, and, to, and so that's where we create uh, the thoughts that, that make our reality is by putting the action to it.
1: Okay, so those of you that would like to, if, if understanding the importance of networking, getting in front of people is clear, let me give you a few tips. First of all, is look in the mirror and talk to yourself. That's number one. Talk to you so you can see you because the reality is we see you. Have, a, have an idea of how to assess your background, how to tell people what you've gone through and have a time limit. I'm going to suggest 45 seconds to a minute. And talk only about the things you are good at doing and who you did them for and the things you enjoy doing because when you can talk about that people will find that for you and when you find it you'll be more productive and have higher morale so talk about what it is that you enjoyed about the past jobs that you've had or the past things that you've done because work comes in many different fashions so talk about the things you've done the other the other thing is is ask people what they think of you ask them what they see ask them what they hear this way you know what they see before you get in front of someone else the key is to find what they all are saying about you that you like them saying about you. Would you have any other tips to offer?
3: Absolutely. Just like be present to what, what is being said, listen. That's the biggest fall—the biggest falling that we have is we don't listen to ourselves. We don't listen to other people when they say something to us. And so if we can truly listen and, and take some understanding to what's being said, then we can create a possibility for it to take that action step that's going to make something happen.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I want you to keep these things in mind. If you're not sure, as Dave mentioned earlier, there are networking meetings all around uh, the community, all around the greater Tampa Bay area and other parts of the country country. It's all, if you attend those, everyone is going to ask you to introduce yourself. And this is a way of you practicing of how to introduce yourself. How do you get out the key things you want people to know? Anyway, so that's my tip for the week. And in addition to that, I'm going to give you a homework assignment. And yep, I said homework. <laughs> and the homework assignment is, is that make up in your mind, if you really want a job, what I'd like to have you do is go introduce yourself to 10 people this week. That's two people a day, and everything starts with a hello. Just introduce yourself. Don't ask for nothing. Just introduce yourself. Walk up to someone and say, hello, my name is so-and-so, and and tell them your background, and ask them theirs. Then ask them, how did you sound? Because you need to know how you sound. Now, it's going to be very confronting for most of you, and it should be confronting because when you get to number 20 or number 30, that's when the opportunities start happening because people now know who you are. They know what you want and you perfected your introduction. That will happen. The worst thing you can do is not be prepared on how to introduce yourself. So your homework assignment is to go do that. I want all of you to call in next week and tell me some results. Tell me what happened. I want you to share that with our listening audience so we can share all these innovative ways that we can find employment. Hopefully, none of you, if you have been filling out applications and you filled out 50 or more applications, hopefully, you should you understand maybe you should stop if you've been sending out 20, 30, 40, 50 resumes. Maybe you should stop. Maybe it's as simple as getting in front of people, which means you can go to the people in your locale or within 10, 20 miles, and people you know are people who are referring you to to go talk to people and just go for the fun of it to go find out now if you don't have the transportation you can walk you can ride a bike you can take a bus you can take a cab you can ask a friend so in reality there's no reason for you not to get out and become known when you become known people talk about you anyway so what i'd like to do is to is carl do you have anything else to add
3: you're talking about just wanting to do it the desire to create it i just heard a a speech by les brown one of the oh. major motivators of our, of our century i said being hungry for and he's like being hungry for it. That's Anybody what just, out there hungry
1: yeah, for a hungry job? Hungry for a
3: job. It's like. If you're hungry for a job? We hungry. need to know you're hungry. Yeah, that's it. I mean, just going out there and getting it and just keep keep going back, talking. If you know somebody that you'd like to work there, there's not a job available, you go just stop by the next day. He said, Bless was conveying this. Uh, the fellow wanted to be a radio DJ, actually. And yeah. he came into the radio station and said, I want to be a DJ. And he said, Well, no, we don't have any DJ jobs open. And so he came back to the next days. Day, I'm Les Brown. I want to be a DJ. This well, I told you yesterday we don't have any jobs open. He said, well, I thought maybe somebody got fired. He said, no, nobody got fired. So, <laughs> And he ended yeah. up being a DJ on that station because he was hungry for the job.
1: <laughs> it's important to understand that word hungry. It's also important to ask, to understand everybody you have met, will meet, are going to ask you what do you want to do? Nobody's probably ever asked you what job you want to do. People have asked you, what are your goals? What do you want to do? You need to start telling them, and you need to be hungry for it, as we say. Hungry, hungry, hungry. That's that. Okay. Okay. So if you're hungry for it, we know you're in a hurry. And the only way we can know you're in a hurry, you must demonstrate it. You cannot wait for us to find you. You must demonstrate it. So employers out there, if you have job openings and you want to find some hungry people, call us. And you can call us at, uh, two, at 727-441-3000 and give us your information. You can also email it to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Just email your advertisements, email your openings. We will find some hungry people for you. And you hungry people, if you want jobs, let us know. And all all you others, well, I I, I just wish you well in finding your employment. Next week, we're to be talking about how to prepare a resume because in reality it's just a piece of paper what's on that piece of paper what does it mean what does it count Uh, this week we talked about networking understanding the importance of getting in front of people and and how you create a network you all have a network it's not anything you go ask for it's not something you go to somebody and say be on my network (laughs) be part of my network you've had a network ever since you've come into this world it's the people who know you The people you've worked around, the people you've met in traveling, the people who know your work habits. It's the people who already know about you that can go tell their contacts about you. All you've got to do is to activate your network. If it's activated correctly, you'll have input coming into your entire lifetime because people are going to be asking about you. They're going to be asking how you are, where you're doing. And it isn't one-sided because you do have a network. You're in a position of helping others. And we all want to help each other because we've been told that all our lives to continue to help each other and help each other and help each other. <laughs> and so, 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 Carl, I want to thank you for coming and thank you for being on our show today. And And how can people find you if they want? I know you have a business.
3: I have several. And, uh,
1: yeah, I have several all, well, tell us about at least one, but yeah. how can we find you if we wanted to find you?
3: Well, the, I've, the, the easiest way to find me is on the Internet, of course. And that's uh, I promote I'm promoting, I said, Vitality Communication. Communications and creating that vitality communications, I'm uh, promoting a product called Wow Mobile. And Wow Mobile is a way to market yourself in a new cell phone marketing program that you refer three and you get your cell phone service for free. You never pay for your cell phone service again. And that's www.nomoresellbill.info.
1: Okay, great, great, great. Want to repeat that one more time?
3: www.nomoresellbill.info. I-N-F-O. Okay, great, great,
1: great. As we proceed in weeks, we're going to have topics coming up. Career alternatives for you, so that you can think of, you you can think of what you'd like to do, and use your listening audience to identify career alternatives that you can have and to be based on you calling in telling us your story and if you're looking for something because the listening audience we know different titles that you're totally not aware of so we can identify career alternatives for you i'm going to be giving you a formula and that formula is to, if you follow the formula it's going to lead to the jobs that you want and enjoyable jobs we put over 10,000 people into enjoyable jobs and one way to find that out is just to go out and look at my website which is called Training.com. and there you You'll find out about some stories and some testimonies of people who've gone through the type of training that we offer, which are innovative approaches. And it, and I'll say, in addition to that, we're going to be talking about how to establish an image. How do you speak it so that you create an image whereby people know you and know your sincerity. All of you that are have a working background, you have work experience, it's important for you to recognize what you've done in the past is already actual, credible, factual. It's already been demonstrated. It's a matter of you now taking that and allowing us to go help you, and we will, because people want to buy your experience. People want to pay for that knowledge that you have. I hear stories like, and I've heard it on on various news, I hear people saying, I've worked 20 years, I have 20 years experience, and I'm competing with 18-year-olds. There's No way someone with working experience should even consider themselves competing with people that are just getting started. Somehow you're looking in the wrong arena. You should be looking for people who have experience like you. Plus, you should be talking to people who've gone through experience and grown up just like you, because they can understand growth paths. And you should also understand that someone eighteen or twenty years old, they cannot understand the experience you've gone through because they haven't lived it yet. So it's important to recognize where are you going and what are you saying and understand that nobody told you to go in that direction. Nobody told you to go back to do what you did when you were a teenager or you're in your early 20s. And so it's important that you start to recognize where do you, where are you choosing to go? The 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 incoming workforce, they deserve opportunities just like you had opportunities. But it's important to understand, you, an experienced worker should not be looking for entry level type jobs, and nobody told you, and you should begin to think and wonder why are you looking there. Anyway, so we'll have various topics. And I want you to call in again. This is WTAN Radio. Our number is 727-441-3000. And you can email me. My name is Gene Hodge. And you can email me. We'll, we'll get it at the employment. I'm sorry, at the Opportunity Hour at gmail.com. And we'll look forward to hearing from you. Plus, you could also give me a call. And that number is one 888 293 4802. If you call, leave a message. I'll follow back up with you and I will look forward to it. Until next time, I want you to go out and do that homework. Call us back and let us know some results because we know it will work and this is the opportunity hour. And we look forward to hearing from you. And we're hungry. And we're hungry. <laughs> so we expect some hungry results next week. Okay, thank you.
0: job the employment opportunity hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater tampa bay area to reserve your seat call 1-888-293-4802 that's 1-888-293-4802 or email the opportunity hour at gmail.com that's the opportunity hour at gmail.com
3: This is the Tan Talk Radio Network.